Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the... Out the flight, please, 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 please. I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Midfly Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. As, uh... Melbourne, mate. Living the dream. Mate, it's good. But uh, I'm, I'm fucking loving it. I'm loving actual weather. It changes here. Um, man, it's nice. It's nice nice to be home. Is it? Seeing mates, doing gigs. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. I'll tell you what my life entails now. Mm-hmm. Turning on the internet and seeing my mate Nick Cody getting a fucking haircut. That's what happens. What do you mean? Just the banalities of your life all over the internet now, thanks to your new job. Oh, I think I fucking know what you're talking about. Well, unfortunately, uh, I'm no longer at I'm so sorry, guys. The place will probably pack up now. Triple M Brisbane, I'm done. I've finished. They're in, up in Brisbane now, all the walking downstairs with pot plants in their arms and shit. Because you've gone. Yeah. They've got to leave. Power it down, Brizzy. I'm so sorry. No more Triple M Brisbane. I've got a job in Melbourne and I fucking took it. Because why wouldn't you? I'm home, bitches. You Yeah. Burn the bridge. Get rid of it. Past is the past. The Brisbane Bridge? No, nah, man. Hey, I've brought Queensland spirit back to Melbourne. I played a game of touch rugby the other night. First game of touch rugby since I was 18. Yeah. Fucking scored the only two tries in the second game. Oh, I still Unbelievable. got Unbelievable. Yeah. Man. Had the, I've got the spirit. Did you turn up with your with your fucking gridiron helmet and all the pads and shit? Start screaming. No, I turned up with a with a training jersey from Corey Parker. So oh, that probably did it. It had Queensland spirit in it. Literally, bit of sweat still in that. Probably, and I used it for good to score a try off a grubber, and then a fucking on Parson. No, nah, just kidding, cunt. Four clean pair of heels. Oh, not really. The show and go. I was so so. I'm, I'm hurting. <laughs> It's been a couple of days and I am hurting still. Every yeah, every time after about thirty, I've gone back to sport. It's been a bad idea. I just don't. I stick with cycling and and shit. I'm, I'm not fucking. I had a couple of games of tennis. Snapped a hamstring. Tennis. Had a game of uh, a few games of football, cricket. Put my arm out. I just yes. You got injured playing tennis. Yeah, I snapped a hamstring playing tennis. Fucking hell. Fucking nightmare. Jesus. Was, yeah, that that's sad. You know what I realised? There were a couple of Islander boys on the other t- one of the teams we were playing against, 
some fucking fit unit, like some shredded units. And I said to my wife, it's the first time that I've thought, oh, I'd be in trouble trying to take this person in a tackle. I just, the last time I had someone running at me, I was 18 and a lunatic with a neck thicker than my head thinking I'll kill any cunt. This is touch though. All they had to do was chase you down and touch you and they couldn't do it. No, no, no. They could. They were way fitter. They fucking destroyed us. I got lucky on a couple of tries. Um, but, I mean, I'm I'm looking at people and I thought for the first time, must be an age thing or a holy shit, I've got actual responsibilities now, just thinking I don't know if I could hurt this bloke. All right. What do you need? What would you need to hurt them? <laughs> <laughs> well, saying if I played if I played contact sports again, I could be in trouble. Oh, well, don't. Well, that's what my wife said, but I said it's not about that. That's exactly what it's about. It's about backing yourself. So then I've attached, um, I've got a rubber band attached to a kettlebell. I've started doing neck weights again. I'll be back out there next season, Jeez. putting it all on the line. Oh yeah, cool. Literally all of it on the line. Yeah, your family's future, my walking ability, <laughs> the ability to pay bills. Um, <laughs> My career. I tell you what, though, in comedy, fucking nothing more marketable than a quaddy. So you never know. You could start ticking boxes, buddy. Watch that cash come rolling in. My <laughs> Stephen Hawking's voice box, killing it. Yeah, although, although, sort of, I did, I did clock your new job, and congratulations, by the way. I haven't spoken to you since, but um. Fucking next stop, new idea, cover shoot, I would think. Oh, you reckon? With uh, with a baby, shoving a baby in a camera. Yeah. That, a children's book can't be far off either. Must have inked that deal in the same day, no? Mate, you keep, you're bringing this up so much, this idea of me writing a kid's book, that I reckon you're like one of those uh, like pastors in the US that talks about you got it. The gay gays are evil. You got to get the gay out, and then you find out they're gay. All oh, right. You reckon I'm <laughs> secretly writing children's books? Oh, a thousand percent. It's just the flagship fucking career thing to do in Australia. You've already nailed everything else. You've ticked everything. The you know stand up followed by radio. The end. Um, whack on a blazer. <laughs> Next thing, kids' book. Although you could skip that. And- you'll be pr- you'll be proud of this because oh, I know what you give me shit about. We were taking some uh, some photos for the radio show because again it's your favorite thing yeah people need to know what radio hosts look like but um that no blazer no dancing you'll be you'll be very happy they caught me in a blazer once never again yep. dancing never happened won't happen you should put it in the contract that you you wear a blazer as long as you can rip the sleeves off it's powder blue and it's got like a bintang <laughs> insignia on it or something <laughs> Blazer with the sleeves ripped off would totally redeem yourself. You know what's better than a contract? Just me staring at someone saying, Oi, cunt, I'm not wearing a fucking blazer. Yeah, great. Yeah, they said the pen's the pen's mightier than the sword, but I don't think so. It's not mightier than a man that looks like me screaming at you. Out of the wardrobe and makeup chicks take it when you start speaking to them like that. <laughs> <laughs> they appreciate it? No, it's not them you have to talk to. It's a, it's it's people before that. Oh, before okay. it even gets to that point. There were no there were no blazers on the hooks. Because yeah. it didn't get that far. <laughs> Realistically, shouldn't be any fucking hooks. Should be a shelf, a couple of t-shirts. That's it. It was t-shirts, all t-shirts. Yeah, great. He's done it. Nice one. I mean, I'm looking forward to your so it must only be a couple of years from now until there's a sixty minutes episode of Feel Goodness. Oh yeah. With the Cody family on there. Oh. And they uh Tinge of sad reality in there to keep the non-stop rolling laughs in a bit of perspective. Here's Nick Cody in a as you've never seen him before, talking about the dark times, 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 times. 
that sort of shit. <laughs> so, and where it all went wrong, that'd be the ad, the black and white, where it snaps out, and then it's me, it's me looking, um, rock bottom. Yeah, rock bottom, which is um, literally for most people is just blinking as they get out of a taxi, and some photographer catches them at that <laughs> point. It's like, oh, rock bottom. You can see the top of his undies. Fuck. <laughs> Ben Cousins showing us there never is a rock bottom. No, he's punched right through the floor. Yeah. The glass floor. (laughs) (laughs) He stomped it in. He stomped it into shards of glass and smoked it and kept going. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, great. Different world, though, for me. Just just dying in the arse at gigs, if you want to know. Yeah, so... What's happened here? I got a text from you saying I'm dying at gigs. Yeah. All the talk for the last couple of months has been gigs are back. Oh, yeah. We're flying. Everything's great. What's happened? Well, you know, pride, pride comes before the fall. Obviously, it was going swimmingly. <laughs> my, my own show is actually going pretty well. Just doing. Oh, hubris has got doing, <laughs> doing shows for others. Fuck, I, I did a Sunday afternoon show the other day. I was fucking, just got stared at for 20 minutes. Admittedly, nobody that's out on a Sunday afternoon would enjoy you. No, they didn't. That was true to form, but uh, needed the cash. And you know why? Because it's either cunts in boat shoes having a fucking Sunday sesh. I fucking (laughs) hate that. Grow up, just drink any day of the week. Uh, Or it's people that don't want to go out on a Sunday night because it's it's a school night. So you can't win on a Sunday, Arvo. Oh, it's yeah, it's pretty fucked. Um, I mean, they're they're the gigs I get. I actually, I was supposed to be doing a corporate tomorrow. I took a day off work and everything mm. and uh, got the call up yesterday. Sorry, no go. Yeah. You haven't got it. I'm sure you'll understand because uh, what we've done is we've done a whip around and uh, we've got someone better. So everybody wins. Yeah, I know who they've got and uh, I found a clip of them from 25 years ago on Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. Uh, yeah. they've, you, haven't, you haven't got the corporate gig because they want some of these comedy gems. Just flying in aircraft, I tell you, have a lot of planes been going down lately or is it my imagination? You know what really annoys me most about a plane crash? When you hear the news that night, and a jet airliner crashed this evening killing 400. Authorities have managed to recover the black box flight recorder intact. Intact! Now call me an idiot, but why aren't they building the whole plane? <laughs> Out of the same stuff they build the black box. <laughs> Now, when I check into a plane, Mr. Sorrenti, would you like a window seat or an aisle? Well, actually, I'd like to sit inside the black box <laughs> and remain intact. Wow. That's who you lost to, mate. <laughs> Vince Sorrenti. Can't compete with that, can you? That chunk of money would have really got the Heggies through the summer, but uh, not to be. Back swinging a hammer in 40 fucking degrees, isn't it? So, but I'm just, I'm just happy they're going to have a good time. I would love to know whose comedy list fucking gets through. They're, they're whittling down the comedians they're looking at. Who's, whose bracket, whose comedian bracket ends up at the final between Vince Arenti and Luke Heggie? <laughs> it's like when you, it's, you know, they're two different parts of the office. Oh yeah, <laughs> fuck. Every now and then, right? As like this, I hope this doesn't bore too many people. I won't go on about, it, but like you end up on a list of someone goes, oh, these are the you know, five best comedians, blah, blah, blah. And you end up on those lists every now and then and you go, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Hang on. Who are the other four? Before I fucking smile and yeah. take this as a compliment, who are the other four? And they say to them, you go, fucking get me off the list, please. Yeah. Not for me. 
there's been a misunderstanding. <laughs> but um, Mate, that's that's yeah. rough. So when did you when did you find out? So you thought you had a gig this Friday and no good. Yeah, man. Lunchtime. Fucking cash money. No. Oh, See ya. I cold, found out yesterday. Cold hard. So I know I've left done. I know I've left Triple M, but whew, there's nothing like a bit of cold hard cash. Oh, yeah, for sure. But then they did say that uh, I might be in the mix for next year. So fingers crossed. I'll um, yeah. I'll just sit around and wait for that, see what happens, <laughs> accept the job and then fucking cancel on the day. You know, why don't you call Auntie Jack, you pricks? I'm having lunch with Vince. <laughs> anyway. Oh, mate, I'm uh, Melbourne here. It's hard to um, turn, up, turn up to gigs and they're like, great news, we've got 40 in. I can't tell them about being in Brisbane the last four months, people get really sad. Yeah. Like, man, good to have you home. You must be wrapped to be home. And I said, yeah, I was just hanging out with 50,000 people at State of Origin the other week. But uh, Yeah, fuck them. No, it's good to sign in to sit far away from my friends in a cafe. Yeah, does it turn out like, Melbourne progressives aren't that happy for other people to be happy? Is that what's happened? Mm. That doesn't make sense. That's no, good. Queensland, I, I'm wrapped for Queensland. Has to be the year of Queensland, 2020. Yeah, in every way. That's an upside down year. Queensland on top. The best state in the entire world. Yeah. Man, we better we better crack on. Get into this. Onwards and upwards. Looking forward to it. All right. All right, let's get stuck in, mate. This is our thirty-eighth episode. We've fucking made it. And we're looking at British Airways. Gatwick to Jamaica, BA two two six three from December five, two thousand and five. Whoa, we haven't had a Jamaica yet. No, we have not. And uh, well, down here, December 5, my own brother's birthday. He listens to this. So happy bloody birthday, mate, for this Saturday. I've sent you up a present already. It's pencils. I've <laughs> 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 got a feeling there's a lot of Santa stockings in the Heggy household. They're quite long. With a little cheeky carpenter pencil yeah. popping out the top. <laughs> Imagine sending something you've signed to someone who's in your family. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you to fuck off. The best. <laughs> best wishes. I'd expect nothing less. <laughs> so what we're looking at, right, is um, British couple, unemployed Trevor Blake and secretary Nicola Fitzgerald were on their way to Jamaica, I assume, to listen to some tin drums and snag some cheap Bob Marley T-shirts for friends and family. Well, it can't be a fucking holiday. With an unemployed person and a receptionist. This isn't <laughs> what do you what do you need the break? I, I would assume they're filling up the suitcases with Bob Marley t shirts. That's that's the only thing people do there and just bring them back and start wearing them. Have you ever been to that part of the world? Uh no, I have not. Neither have I. But I've met enough people who look like they have. Is that the West Indies? Yes. Does West Indies include Jamaica, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I've watched a lot of clips though, cricket. I know what goes on. Yeah. But um <laughs> It's something I can't get behind with people who, like Whitey's getting right into the culture. Like I just, I don't know. I know someone will probably have something to say about it, but I don't give a fuck. I just can't stand people. I don't really like Bob Marley fans in general. Don't mind Marley, mm. fine. But the fans, nah, don't think so. Yeah. No good. Get yourself some fucking bongos and sit on the beach by yourself, that sort of shit. Just trying to, nah, I know what they're up it's to. It's when rich kids do that that annoys me the most. Oh. Yeah, isn't this prolific? Especially in, in our fucking game. Rich kids trying to act like they're not. Atrocious. That's turned around, hasn't it? Yeah. When I was a kid, it's quite the opposite. 
was so we're like drawing little Nike ticks on our fucking Dunlops and stuff. Yeah, not anymore. The opposite now. Um, anyway, naturally they're very excited to be going to Jamaica. So much so that they got fucking maggot before they got on the flight, as is the right of any British couple of um, going anywhere, Jamaica or a funeral. Yeah. yeah. You're going to a funeral, you just get fucking smashed. Yeah. I've been to Rello's funerals, English people involved. Yeah. And Irish maggot. Oh, anywhere from that part of the world, they love it. The Scottish dudes I work with, they they attend the odd funeral despite being in their 30s, but that is the, the you know, that's the standard for them. And uh, they've got to take a couple of days off work after. That's what that turns into. No, I tell you, that's a guy I used to play footy with. Uh, a mate died young. Mm. Um, Natch. And they they put up a thing. This wasn't too long ago. They put up photos of him saying, we'll miss you, mate. And one of the photos was the bloke. Beautiful angel. He was a beautiful angel. But one of the photos was the bloke in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, cancel him? Yeah, I know. He's Sucked in. He's in Werribee. Life already cancelled him, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that as a parent if, the you know, there's tributes to your kid and there's blackface or just them doing something horrible. No, it's just so it's just that the worlds are so far apart that I don't think it doesn't register. It's probably twenty years away from them getting told off to not do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, pretty good. Anyway, they're they're pretty pissed already. And they started before they even got on, they argued with check in staff about getting a seat with extra legroom. Trevor, very tall. Trevor. And uh like all excessively tall people, he's probably gonna die young. Let him stretch his legs out, despite paying the same amount of money as me for a seat. Um, his days are numbered. You are you're spot on there with the tall people. It's never they're not getting a letter from the Queen. Not once. No. Look at you go, you big cunt. Yeah, they're all great Danes. Yeah, big body, small ticker. <laughs> it's not a lifelong make a wish. Tall people <laughs> getting around living large. Yeah, I, I'm not having it. Might be able to punch me now. Oh, you know what? I'd I'd fucking I'd trade it though. Would you? I'd trade it. Yeah, I'd trade getting into my eighties for being able to dunk in my twenties for sure. And you you never dunked? No. Nah. How could I possibly have dunked? I'm a five foot eleven white dude. Yeah, right. Well, an extra inch would have done it. You would have heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be your gift profile for the rest of your life. <laughs> Guinness. Guinness would have sent the guys around yeah. the measuring tape. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't stop at the check-in, right? As soon as they're on the plane, Trevor has fired up at another passenger for using too much space in the locker for his bag, offered to bash him. This was refused. That's when he sat down and settled down and began drinking properly. Why are they bringing this fucking easy jet attitude onto a British Airways flight? I'm starting to think British Airways isn't as fancy. I've always just thought it was fancy because it was a part of One World, like Qantas. Yeah. I mean, so far, though. But close to 20% of these stories that we've covered are on British Airways flights. Yeah, I know. But to be fair, a lot of them are high society British Airways flights, like your Vinnie Joneses mm. and that Claire Irby have fucking got cash. I don't know how these two got it. Unimportant. Naomi Campbell. And a secretary. Yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know, something's happened. Maybe they got shifted over from EasyJet over to – it's like the old Jetstar. You see the old Jetstar fuckhead ends up on Qantas. Yeah. <laughs> so one time I got I got promoted to, uh, no, business business class on um, JAL. That's went, righto, round eye, 
upstairs, buddy. Jesus. Cool. Thanks very much. Are you a plain drinker? You're not really. No, I'm not. No, but I still enjoyed myself. You're not a touch anything on planes, Scott. You won't even eat the food on long haul flights. No. It's no good. I'm not there for the fucking food. What are you there for? We're there to get somewhere else. I disagree. Long haul flights, maggot. I like getting there and going, hold on. What's this all about? What's this joint all about? (laughs) (laughs) What's this place you say? America. All right. I'll have a look. Yeah. I didn't know we were doing this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not against it in the future. Just thus far, I'm not. I got an open mind. I just don't really like getting maggot on a plane. It's no good. And some of your last long haul flights too have been with two children, which you can't get maggot. No. Well, it doesn't stop a lot of people, but no, I can't. Um, later on, right mm. in the aftermath of what happens here, it was estimated that these two had drunk two cans of beer and eight quarter bottles of wine. And although I wouldn't do that, it, it doesn't sound like that much to me. Something's wrong with the calculations here. Yeah, hold on. Between them. Yeah, two cans of beer and eight of those little child-sized bottles of wine. Honestly, international flight, that's still taxiing when I've hit that. Yeah. (laughs) So you're going to need to put your tray table up. Well, I'd love to, but it's being weighed down, as you can see. Look at all this recycling. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) they got told they wouldn't get served anymore and Trevor – while oh. I'm down here, I haven't met a lot of Trevors in life. I assume you've met more. But um, Trevor Crook, comedian, bloody great bloke, yeah. excellent comedian, very funny, good dude. Any other Trevor I've met, no good. Mm. Stats are in my end and I'm not I'm not having it. Am I wrong here? Famous Trevors. All I can think of is uh, Trevor Marmalade. Oh, you got Trevor Noah. It's a bit different though. Yeah. Any Aussie Trevors? Nah, wouldn't think so. Man. Notable people with the forename Trevor include, you'll love this, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just the first four, Trevor Ariza, American basketballer, Trevor Bailey, English cricketer, Trevor Bauer, American baseballer, Trevor Bain, NASCAR driver, Trevor Bayless, Australian cricket coach, Trevor Burbick, boxer, the Honourable Sir Trevor Bigham, policeman. <laughs> but, <there's, laughs> but then there's one Trevor Bayless who died only a couple of years ago. Sorry, buddy. Sorry to hear, Trev. Trevor Bayless. Let me have a quick squeeze here. The cricketer, yeah. Trevor Bayless, an inventor, was an English inventor best known for the wind-up radio. Oh, okay. I stand corrected. The radio, instead of relying on batteries, is powered by the user winding a crank. Okay. Bayless invented it in response to the need to communicate information about AIDS to the, quote, people of Africa. What? Yeah. Fucking send an email. <laughs> well, you didn't send emails in fucking 1982. Oh, hold on. This is, of fuck, of course. Sorry. We're talking Trevors, and so far they were all athletes and cops. Yep. Trevor, uh, his swimming skills enabled him to demonstrate the pools and drew the crowds at shows, and this led to, thus led to him performing his own aquatic display company as a stunt performer and entertainer. There we go. Underwater escape artist. I fucking knew it. I knew he wasn't an inventor. Trevor's a stuntman. Yeah. Who happened to make a radio later on. Yeah, right. That's what they do. I mean, maybe Trevor's need to get to about 50, and if they make it, and it's fucking rare, they'll do something constructive. Trevor Christensen, American DJ. Trevor Christie, English footballer. Trevor Daly, hockey player. Trevor Daniel, American footballer. Yeah. Sir Trevor Dawson, arms manufacturer. Fuck me. <laughs> 
Yeah. Trevor Denman, thoroughbred racetrack announcer. <laughs> I, I think the odd one who's slipping through, and I apologise if any Trevors are listening to this, but the world could do without Trevors just based on these stats. I think would be all right. It's not good. No. Um, Welsh rugby footballer, English footballer, Panamanian <laughs> basketballer, Australian basketball coach, yeah. British art, British artist and illustrator. Don't believe it. Yeah. What did he draw? Actually, I just remember one more that I met, and he was a top bloke, and I do hope he's still around, although he's over 50 now, so maybe not Trevor Barsby, the uh, Queensland stalwart cricketer, Tanks Barsby. Uh, Post career ended up being a forex rep. Fuck yeah! Used to come out to my shop for a chat. Good bloke, mate. What the easiest job in Queensland? Oh, that's what the ones who can't commentate. Forex reps. Five forex rep in Queensland sells itself, and uh, skin cancer like dermatologist. You just as soon as you finish uni, your diary's full until whenever you decide to retire. Oh, skin cancer specialist. You mean? Yeah. You're not hunting work. No. In Queensland. Oh, the dream. Yeah. <laughs> so um anyway, these two, Trevor. So he was uh they're told they weren't getting served anymore. Trevor Blake has kicked off and started abusing everyone. And fair enough too. He got a final warning yellow card and he's done what any adult who gets issued with a formal timeout does. He scrunched it up and thrown it on the floor. Told him to get fucked. How fucking English to produce a physical yellow card. Yeah, I know. Like it's a football match. Mad, isn't it? There's a time there. A few of us wanted to, like when we were out drinking, just carry a yellow and a red card in the in the pocket. Yeah, pull them out every now and then, see what happens. But you would get bashed. Oh. You start presenting strangers with a yellow and a red card, you're getting <laughs> flogged, even if it's a joke. You're about to eat it on the flight. Right, there's a bit of turbulence. At which point, the pair got up and started walking around, and they got told to sit down. And they said, "Get fucked. We're off to the dunny to have a route." In fact. I reckon we'll have three throughout the course of this flight. Plan that for weeks. Three routes. Again, wish I had that sexual confidence to be already yellow carded on a flight and now I'm off to have three routes. <laughs> yeah. That's a sign of an upbringing, isn't it? Like when you get roused on, you just get a stiffy. <laughs> Ever someone yells at me, furthest thing from my mind. I love this too. Um, the cabin crew member, Ian Walker, told them they were not being served any more alcohol. Yeah. And... Uh, our mate Trevor said to him, who the fuck are you to tell me when I'm drunk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, I've sported that exact attitude in my past from time to time. I think it should be if you're if you're maggot on a plane, that's a that's a nil all draw with the cabin crew. Because there it should be responsible service of alcohol. So if I'm maggot, you go, we both made a mistake. Yeah. Let's call it even. Yeah. I could blame you, you could blame me. <laughs> Just go pour me another drink. Yeah. We'll call it even. Yeah. <laughs> um, they tried to get some more drinks naturally, and surprised that they weren't allowed a post-coitus durry myself. But um, then they've kicked off and become physical, ending with both of them being restrained by hands and feet to their seats, as most people should be for the entirety of most flights. To be honest, every seat, like if I had a, if I owned a plane, every seat would just be a toilet with no trays, just a feeding trough. Tiles instead of carpet, high-pressure water blaster instead of cleaning staff, that sort of thing. Just fucking get them in like a shed, get them off. You want a, an airborne airborne nightclub bathroom? Pretty much, yeah. No soft fabrics anywhere. Just a drain in the middle. You just hose everything <laughs> down the drain like they used to do in pubs back when men were men. <laughs> in any case, 
the uh... <laughs> that you're right though about flights. You should start off handcuffed, and Prove depending yourself. on how you act, <laughs> you. <laughs> Prove yourself yeah. out of it. How do you? How are you going to eat this with just your face? You get out of this looking fancy, you can take them off. Um, the flight didn't make it to Jamaica, obviously, only about halfway, in fact. Uh, Trev and Nikki, they got dumped off in the heartland of tax evasion, Bermuda. Yeah. Home to great blokes like one-time Australian of the Year and prolific sweater Pat Rafter. Why should he have to pay any tax in Australia? I'm being unfair, of course. Bermuda also has golf, pink sand beaches, as well as a traditional codfish breakfast. One of those fucking contrived meals that's the same as a Western meal, but they put bananas on top or something, fleece you for 50 bucks. Pink sand, that sounds fucking sus. It's like pink salt. I'm just paying extra. Absolutely, yeah. Crazy. I mean, I've not been to Bermuda, obviously, but I'm aware of the shoes bearing the same name, and uh, I imagine it having a real plantation vibe. That island. What are the Bermuda shoes? While I was a kid, they had these shoes. A bit, a little bit, a bit like sort of canvas sided. Those rope, bit boat shoey. Yeah, they go well with the white shorts. Yeah, really crisp white shorts that you see on uh, yeah. Queenslanders yeah. who are presenting stuff um, on superannuation thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually like a, a blue. Yeah, sort of netting top, ah. but tie tightish and oh, and, yeah, elastic, yeah. and slip-ons. Yeah, slip-ons. Yeah. It's a Bermuda shoe. It's a pre-boat shoe, boat shoe, really. Right. Although it probably existed at the same time. Um, I, t- I sort of filthy rich boardroom criminals pretending they fucking live there for a bit. Something that gets me. They're treating the. I reckon they're over there treating the locals like shit, just demanding steak at a fish-only restaurant, that sort of thing. Mate, I I love um, <laughs> uh, Triple M co-host Mardo always says that tennis players. It's unfair that it'll be like you know Roger Federer is from. Switzerland, you know, fuck off, not according to his tax return. It should be yeah. Monaco's Roger Federer <laughs> versus Bermuda's Rafael Nadal. Fucking oath it should, yeah. I I find it amazing that these people are heroes for being oh. tax evaders. It's gross. Yeah. They're like, oh, what would you do? You're going to lose 50%. And playing tennis. You can't even scream. Fucking oath. Fuck tennis, man. Just because you survived some... Some um, abuse from your father throughout your childhood for 20-odd years yeah. <laughs> doesn't mean you're a hero and you deserve to whack 50 mil in Bermuda because you don't want your country getting any of it. Fuck you, man. Um, so they're off at uh, Bermuda International Airport, wow. which is now named L.F. Wade International Airport, named after a politician who's dead, as they should be, um, <laughs> still has a son in the in, with the same name in the game, though, so it confuses people. Not a lot at Bermuda Airport, from what I've seen. Just, I reckon, a bunch of those kiosks with dodgy accountants preying on <laughs> passers-by like we have in shopping centres here. Wins tips and tricks for the corporate world. Mate, you, do you know how much – who the fuck – please send us a message. We won't make fun of you. Uh, well, we will make fun of you, but we won't say your name. And that is, who's getting their tax return done <laughs> next to a fucking Wendy's ice cream shop? I wouldn't do it. Oh, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Just some bloke sitting there with some stationery you got from Office Works the day before and a calculator. Yeah, I'll sort you out. Nah, absolutely. If there's only a bit of perspex, sort you know, separating you, getting your tax done from a fucking boost juice machine, you're not 
you're not getting the best deal, <laughs> even if it is sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Sorry, mate. What's that sound I can hear? Oh, that's the Mister Minute next to me. He's cutting keys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I mean, this was this was um, two thousand and five. So different different time. time. In yeah. <laughs> um in one article, right within one paragraph, in fact, Trevor was described as abusive and aggressive, whereas Nicola was described as hysterical. Oh, I think we should close that gap. I mean, if it were the proper olden days in a movie, for being hysterical, she'd just get an open palm across the face and probably thank the abuser for helping her snap out of her hysterical state. Remember that from the old movies? Yeah, that that was well. Sean Connery died the other week, and of. Of course, Twitter said, remember this clip? And they played a clip of him talking about <laughs> smacking a woman from the 70s. Or oh, something. talking about or doing it in a movie? No, talking about doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and really enjoying himself or just talking about doing it? He di- he died around there too, old Sean Connery. Um, where did he die? Yeah, in the Bahamas. Right. If you're dying in a tax haven, yeah. <laughs> you're fucking not a great bloke, despite what the newspaper says. He has proven that old saying. Is not true. There are two things certain in life. Well, in Sean's case, not taxes, only death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll never get my tax while I'm alive. Um, they've they've changed their minds totally, right? Yeah. Saying they're innocent to, oh, no, we did it. Blake has copped to it and ended up in the slammer 12 months. They both pleaded guilty. A fray, which is a one-size-fits-all charge, the aspirin. Of lazy, lazy magistrates the world over is a fray. Do some fucking work, lawyers. Two, this is post 9 11, and that bloke has said to the flight attendant, Who the fuck are you to tell me when I'm drunk? Yeah. And then he also called him a fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, and then it's like, Hey, oi, come here, yellow card. Yeah. <laughs> That's a straight red in 2020. Oh, man. The, um, like 12 months in jail, that is a, that's pretty big. Yeah. She, for exactly the same thing that she did, uh, that attracts a penalty of three months in jail, but naturally suspended, didn't have to do it. 100 hours of picking up papers on roundabouts in Luton. It's the age-old equality debate, isn't it? Patriarchy having yet another field day by depriving this woman of a year in the clink. Glass ceiling <laughs> at it again. Although they did have different lawyers oh, indicating to me that even as fiancés, Nicola may not have waited for her fiancé crying at the prison gates every day for a year. Yeah, well, no better way to tell your boyfriend to get a fucking job when you can afford to pay an actual lawyer that'll keep you out of the clink. Yeah. And old mate's had to go to the with the public <laughs> defence fund. He's had to get the freebie. Yeah. <laughs> no win, no pay. He's called off the tally at 1am. Oh, uh, yeah. He's... um. Well, she managed to rustle up some witnesses who said that she tried to calm him down, so she's turned on him. And maybe I thought calm him down was exactly what she was trying to do when she gave him a lap dance in a crew seat at one stage of the flight. Um, Post three roots in the toilet. Yeah. Well, I don't know what stage this was. Probably in between, between two and three. I don't know. And he's a fired up man. Who bloody does a jizz and then he's still calling people cunts and throwing stuff around. Yeah. Surely that's the pretty good. It's the human tranquilizer. Almost as if the three roots didn't quite happen. Oh yeah. I don't know. It's only their word though, isn't it? Um Luton though, where they're both from, that is another of those countless English toilet towns. But with a bit of a difference, has an airport that services a range of low rent continental European destinations primarily. But um these two, they're from Enderby Road in Luton. I found 
I found where they lived. Jesus. Well, they don't live there anymore. But um, <laughs> handily located, equidistant from Milton Keynes and London. Ooh. So I had a bit of a sticky beak. Not a lot going on. I'll tell you what, though. When the Google camera car went around Enderby Road in Luton, it was definitely a beautiful day. Must have been summer. Looked quite pleasant as a little housing estate there. There's a bloke mowing the grass next to the footpath in orange trousers and a fuzzy face. That's what we're looking at Beautiful. in Luton. That's nice. My, so, my mate in yeah. Pittsburgh in one of the great um, uh, Google car moments, he, uh, like we've had friends that spot the Google car and you run and give it the finger. Um, yeah. But our mate Bart Freeban and I uh, were at a cafe once oh, yeah, in, I've seen it. in Brunswick, yeah, and Bart said, oh, that's the fucking Google car coming down the hill on wee waves. And we were both yeah. We were both caught outside that cafe in Brunswick on Google Maps for some time. Um, yeah. But my mate. What, did they delete you after a while? Yeah. Yeah, it changes. They go back. Oh. Yeah, it's bullshit. Oh, okay. No, it didn't even send us a message. Oi, kids, if you want to get back on it, we're sending the car around on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bart, though. Uh, sorry, not Bart. My mate Brett, he was living in Pittsburgh, still does. And an Aussie guy, married a great chick. They live in Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania, and uh, they were moving house. And in this frame of time, the Google car came past. They had a couch of theirs that had been moved from the furniture truck to out the front of the house. And in the few minutes between it being put out the front of the house and being moved into the house, a homeless man decided to have a lie down on it. Great. So anytime you looked up his house on Google Maps, it was just a homeless guy trying to have a nap on his couch out the front. Said it was... Very hard to explain to his mum that his neighbourhood yeah. was actually nice. <laughs> that's a good opportunist move. <laughs> How many? That's a that's one in a billion. They caught heaps of people though on the on the Google um, Street View. What caught criminals? Yeah. Oh, okay. Bloody big brother. Yeah, having a watch. Well, anyway, these days hard to find Trevor Blake, but I did find Nicola and. Uh, her her likes on Facebook, what she likes, quite varied. She's got Dirty Dancing and Grease as her the two movies she likes. So that's what we're looking at. Plus, she's inspired by three iconic athletes, Muhammad Ali, Usain Bolt, and I'll give you one million guesses for the third. Uh, who's the ice skating chick that tried to kill the other one? <laughs> Tonya Harding. Tonya Harding. Is it her? No. 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 We've got uh, Kelsey Wells, fitness trainer, whose main philosophy is to empower women. Oh, I thought you said athlete. Yeah. <laughs> For what I've seen, empowering women is usually achieved by taking their money and telling them they're fat. <laughs> Mate, Good business I've got to let this fucking, I've got to let this dog out. Yeah. Sorry, Conrad. Right. Do you want to keep rolling? Give me literally 10 yeah. seconds. Do you want to keep rolling? Yeah. All right, hang on. Sorry. Come on, you fuckwit. Get out. Eggy's a cunt, Eggy's a cunt, Eggy's a cunt with a shit dog. Eggy's got a shit dog. Sorry, mate. No, I think no she worries. must have a shit, but we'll be right for another 10 minutes. Easy. Um, Conrad will leave that in, I reckon. Thanks, mate. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, Nicola, though, she's she's managed to turn her life around completely since then. She's turned her She's turned her mobile phone into seven different types of earning. Only one of them is sales. <laughs> The other six. Hold on. What? Her phone? Yeah, this is her philosophy on, on her page. I've turned my phone into seven different types of earning. The other six types appear to be sales also, but they call it something else. 
on a diamond <laughs> worldwide scheme. So that's uh, sounds quite trustworthy. I'm signing up. So I don't know if you saw this, but she's gotten herself involved in a pyramid scheme called the Diamond Formula. Oh, no. And uh, Nicola, currently an emerald leader, but the good oil from corporate is that she may be being groomed for ruby promotion. Ooh. How do you get there? Selling the shit to your friends? Well, yeah, it's exactly how you get anywhere. And then get them to sell it on. <laughs> she has a she has a Facebook Facebook group called Health and Wellness with Nick's N I X. That must be her nickname. Uh, hmm. I was afraid to join it, to be honest. Even I have limits. But um, her Instagram page. <laughs> Hold on. So you did you didn't go through with it? I didn't join the fucking Facebook group. I'm not doing that. Yeah. That's a world of what level it. Health and wellness at Nick's. Do you have um, two cans of beer and eight quarter size bottle of wine, bottles of wine? <laughs> oh, that's in the past. New, yeah. uh, new decade, new me. She's turned it around. Good on her. Yeah, she's I'm turned it around for massively. Her. She's almost Ruby. Here we go. Oh yeah, her Instagram page, Nick's New Way, has been removed. However, so don't know what grounds that is. Oh. Um, did you get a little clip of what she sells? This gives you an idea of the quality of the goods she's peddling. Well, yeah, you sent me this clip. Unfortunately, she's just put a, a filter on there. So you don't get to – well, you can see the product, but obviously you can't hear it. But this is what she used so you know it's quality stuff. Sounds like the end of a Golden Girls yeah. episode. Oh, man, I feel better already even listening to that. <laughs> I already felt fairly well. Um. Peddling a fair bit of shit she is with the same name. I had to slow down. She's got a bunch of videos just like that. They're only six seconds each. I had to pause and find the products, and I found some. Um, they all involve the one key ingredient, uh, snake oil. Um, <laughs> it's incredible what you can do with that stuff, though. It fixed my baldness and impotence. So <laughs> like it's versatile. Very closely related, though. Say what you will about snake oil. It's fucking versatile. <laughs> Oh, it does the job. One of her products, not hers, one of the ones she's peddling, is called High Burn 8, H-I-B-U-R-N, and then the digit 8. That doesn't sound like that should be the sound for that product. It should be some high, <laughs> some techno. Well, yes, yes and no, but, but, but High Burn 8 flat out allows you to lose weight while you sleep. Fuck yeah. In pill format. Pretty good. It's amazing. You'd be amazed. You're actually burning calories while you sleep anyway. So yeah. get that up here. But not as good as you are. <laughs> With high burn eight. Another one, right, and this is the best one, it's called Valentis. It's a blue chip weight loss company founded way back in 2014. With offices in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and Salt Lake City, Johnny, Utah. There are their products and the one our Nicola is flogging, uh, the main one, is a slim roast weight loss coffee all the way from Italy. No. So. No need to buy it. Just have any coffee. And if you have enough of it, you'll shit out that excess weight. Yeah. <laughs> you should be on their ads just with taglines. Um, <laughs> what are the side effects of, of Valentis, you may ask? You're about to burn a fucking hole in that dinger button, buddy, and achieve your first ever callus. Are you ready? Yep, here we go. We've got upset stomach. Jitters. Sounds like coffee so far. Headache. Yep. 
Nausea. You have enough. Abdominal cramps. Trouble sleeping. Nervousness. Fast heartbeat. And the big one, diarrhea. I don't know how much they're charging for fucking Valentis, but you get yourself a big can of international roast. You'll get all of that. <laughs> my, my name's not Cody. If you don't, if you don't get all of those same <laughs> symptoms, I'm not Nick Cody. <laughs> it does sound like just a regular day on earth to me. Um, <laughs> That's why, yeah, you're not a coffee drinker. You have enough coffee sorted, all those, for free. Yeah, I mean... It's, if you want to lose weight, though, and people who buy Valentis clearly do, particularly while you're asleep, then you're going to have to make some sacrifices to do it, such as ruining every other aspect of your <laughs> life to make it happen. Um, How much is Valentis? Oh, I didn't find it. I didn't find a retailer in Australia, so I don't know. But uh, I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can rustle something up. I didn't look too hard because I'm not in the market for it. I just got stuck watching her videos. You're going to lose weight, and I don't know how much cash weighs. That'll be falling out of your wallet pretty quick. Oh, fuck yeah. That's a, what an industry that is. That's amazing, isn't it? Like it's, it's pretty fucking good. Weight loss. Weight loss. The, the whole sort of you know vanity industry in general. Incredible. Huge market. More calories Personal out trainers. than in. He's done it. Cody's figured it out. Yeah. Um, I am... Um, I do love her. Like I was very, very um, happy to find this woman. I, I love a bit of where are they now. I mean, you think about it, one day a young woman is on a plane rooting her fiancé a few times at volume to spite the crew who wouldn't give them more booze, followed by getting handcuffed and strapped to a seat and narrowly missing doing hard time. The next, she's on the internet scamming gluttons. Warms my cockles to see someone completely turn their life around like that. What a fucking pivot. What do you think? That's, I, wonder, I wonder if that's what they played that day, Higgy. Why? <laughs> on the plane? On the plane. Who the fuck are you to tell me when I'm drunk, you fucking cunt? Yeah. <laughs> that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. God, what a doozy. That is great. Good on her for turning her life around. Oh, mate, you know why you can't find him, Higgy? Because he's a tall guy. You're dead. Oh. He'd be dead for many reasons, but tallness is one of the top ones, I'm sure. <laughs> Buddy, eight-man eight man coffin. <laughs> it's a lot of wood. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening in. Uh, get around the Patreon. New episodes of Land Larrikins out every second Friday. And, buddy, see Heggy. Where are you on tour this week, mate? I shall be in... Fuck, I do not know. Uh, maybe Wagga. LukeHeggy.com. Yeah, get on LukeHeggy.com. Wagga and Albury next week, I believe. But um, this week, I cannot remember. I have to look at the calendar myself. LukeHeggy.com. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. See you, mate. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 